Chaf Amut Beis on the first white line. Amrav Yosef. This is almost well, really, it's a conclusion from yesterday's year that Rav Nachman, who we had noted on the eighth line or so, uh, either Rav Nachman yes or Rav Nachman, but Darshin Rav Nachman the honey cry. He is darshaning those psukim so clearly. Ke Sinai, it's almost as though he had received the tradition directly from Sinai. Boimine, I put a diamond around this Boimine and a Roman numeral one in the margin. This is going to be the first question that Rafuna Barchinina asks of Sheshis. About ten lines later, twelve lines later, first word on the line is Venophic. The next two words are Boimine. I put a diamond around that Boimine and a Roman numeral two in the margin. That's going to be the second question Rafuna Barchinina asks Rav Sheshis. And on Chaf Aleph, <coughs> Amur Aleph, about 40% of the way down, the last word on the line is Ba'a. I put a diamond around that Ba'a, Roman numeral three in the margin. That will be the third and final question of Rav Huna Bar to Rav Sheshis. Let's go to the first. Ba'a, Rav Huna Bar Rav Sheshis. An Evet Ivri, if you have a Jewish slave, Hanimkar, who was sold to a Gentile, Nigalichatzoin, Oh, ain't no nigelichatzayin colon. Can you? Let's say um, he was sold. I don't know for a thousand dollars. Let's say there's five hundred. Can you redeem part of him? In other words, like part of his servitude or not? And here's the two possibilities: A. Odilma B. A. Do we say that when the pasuk says geula soy geula soy? Learn the Gzereshava, Gulasoy, Gulasoy from Ste Achuza, uh, an ancestral field, which it says over there clearly, that you redeem it when you have the entire cash value of the field to redeem it. And therefore, do we apply that also here? Just like a Steachuza, and you can't partially redeem it. You have to redeem the entire value of it. So to this Eved Ivri, and there's no like 20 or 50 or even 90%, you have to redeem all of him. Odilma, I squiggle underline the Odilma. Odilma B, Lekula Amrinan, Lekula, Lechumra, Loyamrinan. Or, when we talk about Gulas Chatzoin, Sometimes we'll see in the Gemara's coming up that there's some ways of looking at it being Megal, some ways of looking at it being Machmir, but maybe we only say this if it ends up being a Kula, which is that the Jew can get his whole field back, but if it's Lechumra, that uh, a Jew who has the ability to be redeemed will have to stay in servitude to the Gentile owner, maybe we wouldn't say it. Okay, that was the question. Ravunabar Chinana asked Roshesh's Amarle. Actually, wrote in Roshesh's name and circled it. Roshesh's answers back. Lav Amris Hasam. Like, did we not say over there, elsewhere, that the Pasuk, one word, quote, Nimkar, over there when it says Nimkar, that refers to Kuloi Veloichatsyoi, that when a person, uh, we had this back off on Yudches, when a person stole, to say $500, and he's worth $1,000, everyone agreed that he would not be sold into servitude to pay off that debt, because nimkar means when he's sold, it has to cover the entirety of that which he owes, and not part of it, so to over here, when the term says, nigal, that's one word in quotation marks, that's, oh, he siga yadoi, 
or if the slave gets the ability and he's nigal redeemed, that would imply kulai, the entirety of his value, not part of it. This is almost uh, parenthetical to the next poem, uh, if you were to take the side that there's a possibility of Nigal Lechatsoin. Now we had mentioned up above that it could be Lakula, could be Lechumra. Well, Mishkachasa Lakula, Ulechumra, colon. If there was the possibility to redeem a slave for part of his value, it could end up being a Kula, it could end up being a Chumra, colon. Lekula, I squiggle underline Lekula, we'll see the Chumra in about four lines from now. How would it end up being a Kula? Well, imagine Zavne Bemeya. If the slave was originally sold for 100, and uh, there's no one who has 100 right now, but the master is given, Yoiv Chamshin, 50, which is basically Palga the dummy, half the value of what the slave was sold for. And then shortly afterwards, the Ashbach, the value of the slave, goes up. The Kamal Masan, and then it's, uh, you know, if he would be sold at today's market price, he would be worth 200. Well, E Amris, I dot underline the Amris, A. If you want to say, that, oh no, there is a concept of being able to redeem partially, then he already paid 50% of his value at the beginning, so the 50. Since he's now worth 200, how much does he have to make up? The other 50%, which currently is 100, let him give 100 for nothing and go free. B, V'i Amris, I dot in line this V'i Amris, and if you want to say, oh no, whatever money was given, that can't be considered money to redeem him because it wasn't the full value, then how much is the, going to have to be paid to get the slave free? He had already paid 50, so it would have to be another, not 100, but not another 150 V'nafik. Okay, that would be how it would be Le Kula. Vahamris, the Gemara asked one second, didn't we say at the end of yesterday's year, Nisraba Kaspoi Mikasabik Nasoi, that if he goes up in value, then you make the assessment of how much he has left to work and how much he's worth from the price of the lower sale price that took place at the beginning. Well, answers the Gemara, that's true. You know what the case is here? Where the price fluctuated actually down and then back up again. Da'oikir, who was originally worth 200 when he was sold. Then Zal, he went down in value, let's say 100. Da'oikir, and then he uh, increased in value again. Kama, Mishkach Zal L'Chumra, I squiggle under L'Chumra. Abayah told us that if you want to say this, Nikola Chatzon, you could also end up being a Chumra. How's that? Well, Zavni Bimasa, imagine a slave who was originally sold for 200. Yoiv Meya, and he pays 100. So how much is 100 if it's Nikola Chatzon? Well, Palgi Didami, which is 50% of his value. So he should be able to get out while only serving half the time. The Ichsif Vekamalmeya. And then he decreases in value and now he's only worth 100. Now, he had already paid 100. So, colon, Iamris, I Dadalan Iamris, Nigalichatsoin, that he can be redeemed in halves. Well, when he paid his half, uh, 100 of the 200, Yoiv Lechamshin, how much is half of him worth now? 50, but nothing, he'll go free. However, V'yi Amris, the other way, I dot underline V'yi Amris, I call this B, Ein Nigel that, oh no, whatever money is given, that isn't used towards redeeming him because it was only a part of it. Well, he had already paid 100, and now his whole value is 100, Hanach Me'ah, 
It was sort of like a deposit is how it was viewed by the master. The hundred that he has on credit, let him just say, okay, let's use that to redeem me. Then off again, he'll go free. Period. I, we had diamond. The boymine is the second question. It's asked by Rafuna Barchid and Atrof Sheshes. And now we're going to get into houses. We've been talking about slaves, but there's also a concept of if somebody sells their house. Now you could have a house that is... In a walled city or a house that's just uh, in an open area, there's different halachas in each one. Imagine if a person is meicher a by sells a house, but bate arechayma in a walled city. <clears throat> Does that have the ability to be redeemed partially? Oh, in a nigalachatzayin colon a odoma b a. Do we say that we have the gzera shava gulasoy gulasoy, and we learn from steyachuzer from an ancestral field gamar? Just like an ancestral field, there's no redeeming it in halves. So to this house that the person has in a walled city that he sold, will not be able to redeem it in halves. Oh, Dilma, underline the O Dilma, O Dilma B. Oh, no, no, where the Torah through the Psukim clearly indicates that's the halacha, that you can't redeem it in halves. That's where it applies. But like in our case, where we're talking about selling a house in a walled city, and the Torah specifically, or does not say anything specifically about that, Logali, maybe it doesn't apply there. That's the question that was asked, Rav Sheshis, Amrle, Rav Sheshis answers, well, Mimi Drasha Shal Rav Shimon Nashma. We could actually conclude from that, which we'll see shortly in the uh, Bryce that we're about to start, I underline Rav Shimon's name, from Rav Shimon's way he darshans, we can uh, conclude two things. Number one, Shalai V'Gayel, and number two, the Gol Echatzoyim. Number one, it doesn't have to be money that that person has like deposited in the bank account. He can actually borrow money to get to the money he needs to redeem himself. And secondly, he can, yes, redeem in fractions. It doesn't have to be the entire amount. It could be only part of it. Disanya, here is a four and a half line price that will bring out that point. I boxed off the price and I call this the number one price. We're going to have a number two price shortly. We're going to compare and contrast them. Here's this price. Says the Pasuk, Im Ga'al Yigal. Now this is by a Makdish Stechuza. Uh, we were talking about in our question, somebody who sells a bayit in the wall city. This is a person who's Makdish Stechuza. Im Ga'al Yigal is what the Pasuk says. Melamed, that comes to teach us by a Stechuza that was dedicated given, donated to the base of Mikdash, that the owner is able to borrow money and use that money to redeem the um, and also redeem it in halves. Amar Rabbi Shimon, I boxed Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon throughout Mishnayis and Braises, he darshans he gives almost like the halachic um, boundaries of a mitzvah based on the reason of the mitzvah. So Rabbi Shimon says, what's the reason for this? Well, Lefisha Matsinu, I call this number one. We're going to have a number two in two lines from now. I double underline Meicher. Well, says Rav Shimon, we have a precedent, a person who sells a steachuza, an ancestral field. Sheyipa Kaychai, I squiggle underline Yipa Kaychai, where the Torah gives him beneficial uh, laws. Sheim Higia Yoivel, because we know if he sold a steachuza, not in Magdashim, but he sold it. And Yovel year comes, Veloy Nigel, and it wasn't redeemed. You know what happened? It goes back to him. Chizeris Lepala goes back to the owner. That's a greater right of the owner. Therefore, comma, B, 
from the word ra, we're going to make his rights lessened, that he's not allowed to, he's not allowed to borrow money to redeem, it has to be his money that he's earned already, he's not allowed to redeem it in fractions, it has to be the whole amount. Comma, number two, Makdish, I double underline Makdish. When it comes to a Makdish, somebody who dedicates to the temple, donates to the temple, there he's got much more limited rights. Why? What happens if the Jubilee year comes and he hasn't done anything? He uses, he loses it forever. It's uh, divvied up amongst the Kohanim when the Jubilee year comes. Since there is a Hayra Kaychay, B, that he would be able to. We'll give him a, this is like, we'll call this maybe like the push pull effect. If we're Hira in one side, we'll be Yip on the other side, and vice versa also. So we'll be Yip, we'll give him greater rights that he would be allowed to borrow, to redeem, and also to redeem in fractions. That's the end of the Tanaic source. So that's by a Meichrestechuza and a Matish Steahuza. Well, we're talking about Batiri Chaima. So, comma, connector, Rav Shesha says, Hi, Meicher Bayis Batiri Chaima. Well, you could say the same applies to selling a house in a Batiri Chaima Nami, Hayo Vahira Kaichai, since the person's rights are limited, house Oshim Mala Loishana, that if the year passes and he hasn't redeemed the house, the Loinigala Nechlat, it becomes absolutely owned by the purchaser. In other words, the guy sells a house in a walled city, he has a year to buy it back, to redeem it back. If he doesn't, he loses that right forever. Since that's a apparently we will give him greater right that he would be able to, and I don't underline these four words, he would be allowed to borrow to redeem, and he would be able to redeem fractions of his house. Ace the issue here is that we have another Tanaic source. This one takes us till almost the end of the Yomud, and we'll call it the number two Tanaic source. Uh, it's going to be very similar to the first one, darshing the same psukim. Imgal yigal, that's our pasuk. Milamed, that comes to teach us she, that he would be allowed to uh, borrow and redeem, and redeem in fractions. Shiachov who I might have thought to say, Kolen uma, meicher steachuza, I am doubling on the word meicher. Sheyipa kaychay, that we give greater rights. Sheyim higia yoyva v'loy nigala, if jubilee year comes and no one did anything. Guess what? It goes back to the owner anyway, because there's a balabi yoyvel. Since there's a hayipa kaychay, then hayra kaychay, squigalan hayra, we would give him less rights. Sheyim, that he would not be allowed to, this is by the meicher steachuza, love of a goyal, borrow and redeem, v'goyal echatzayin, those two things would be off limits. Kama. Makdish, I double underline Makdish, if a person donates to the base of Mikdash, his stay, Achuza, where even at the beginning, as far as the issue of Yovel, letting it go back to him, no, he's got limited rights. Because if he didn't do anything and the Yovel year came, he actually loses that field, that Ancestral field, Einoidin. Now, this is where we differ from the previous uh, number one Tanaic source. Uh, we're not going to do the push pull effect. We're going to say if it's Hira, then all the more so. That you should not be allowed to do those things. I, the Bryce itself, 
asks the question, Ma, I put a triangle word, Ma, Ma le Meicher, a dot underlined, or maybe double underlined Meicher. We are trying to learn this from a Meicher Stehachuzah. Well, one second, you can't learn from Meicher Stehachuzah. Shkein hoira kaicher legal miyad. It's got limitations in that a Meicher Stehachuzah cannot be redeemed Immediately, you have to like wait a certain period of time. Taimar is the same going to be said by a Maktish, I double on Maktish, somebody's Maktish, uh, Steachusa, Sheyipa Kaicha, where over there he does have more beneficial rights, legal me out to be able to redeem it immediately. Well, turns around the Brysa in conclusion and says, Meicher Bias, I underline Meicher Bias in Batiari Chaima, somebody sells a house, in Batiari Chaima, which, if I'm not mistaken, was our original question, Yoichiach, that'll prove the point. And here, let's see what this price says about a Meicher bias in a walled city. Sheyipa, I squiggle on Yipa, Kaychaligal Miyad, that greater rights, because you could, like the next day, already redeem it back. Ve'ain, and I double underline the Ve'ain, you cannot. I dot underline those words, that seems to be not. Like what we had concluded, Rav Sheshit had concluded about seven lines ago that a Meicher bias in Batiari Chaima can, yes, borrow and use some of that money to redeem, can redeem it in portion. Here we're saying not. So, which way is it? The Gemara answers like Kasha. There's no difficulty between Bryce 1 and 2. There's simply two different Tanaic opinions. Harabanan, Harab Shimon. The second Brysa is the Shitas. Rabbanan, who don't learn Taima Dikra, whereas the first Brisa is going to Rabbi Shimon, who does make halachic conclusions from the reason of the mitzvahs he sees it. Kama. Tani Chada. We have one little Brisa. It's almost like parenthetical for the next two and a half lines. One Brisa says, Tani Another Brisa says, So which way is it? Like we just said. Like two lines ago, two different take opinions. Harabanan, Harabshim. Abale Ravacha, Braid Ravala Ravashi, Igalamifrach. I put a triangle on this word ma. <clears throat> this would be the second in the series. And then about 11 lines later, the first word line is Lemifrach. The next word is ma. I put a triangle around that. So we can have a series, we started already in the Brisa, of a few potential pirchas. Igalamifrach. Ma lemeicher bias. One second, you can't learn. Why are you trying to learn from a meicher bias? Underline meicher bias in a walled city of Batiri There, it's got limitations. How's that? Because you basically have the first year to redeem it, and after that, you can never redeem it. Toymar, are you going to try to say the same by makdish? Underline makdish. Where if somebody uh, donates to the base Migdash, his. Um, House in a walled city. Where there he has a much greater right that he can uh, redeem it forever. Now the forever here is limited, meaning like forever of a yovel could be thirty, forty, even up to fifty years. Well, says Ravacha Saba, back to Ravashi. Mishum Now the reason that is is because you could use the combination of two issues to get us the law, and. How is that? Tesi mehatsad. Colon. This mehatsad, oh, takes about seven lines to develop till last one line is lechatsoy, and that's the end of the mehatsad. And it goes like this. A person who sells an ancestral field, he's got greater rights. He can basically redeem it 
five years, ten years, as long as Jubilee doesn't come, he can redeem it. He's not, though, able to borrow money to redeem or to redeem in fractions. Well, you can't learn from Eichestea the Gemara now says, I squiggle around the word ma, well, that's different because it has limitations on the rights, legal, miyad, to be redeemed immediately, <coughs> which is not allowed to be redeemed immediately. Well, the truth is, though, look at the other issue, and I underlined here, that'll prove the point. The logic revolves. The nature of each one is not like the other. What's the similarity, though? Between a meicher steachuza and a meicher bais pateri chayma, they do have the ability to be redeemed. And you're not allowed to borrow money to use that money to redeem it, or you can't redeem it in fractions. So, too, will I include a makdish? that it should be able to redeem, and that's why we're going to need the Pasuk of Im Ga'ol Yigal to teach us Here's another potential Pircha, the last in the series, Ikala Mifrach. I put a triangle on this Ma, Ma Latzad the combination of what we know by a Meicher Steachuzah both of them have a limitation that they cannot be redeemed during the second year. The one who sold the house in the uh, walled city can redeem it the first year, but that's it. And the one who um, sold a field, an ancestral field, uh, has to let it stay in the possession of the purchaser at least two years, only in the third year. But bottom line, in the second year, neither of them can redeem. Toymar, are you going to say the same by a makdish, person who donated to the temple? That it has greater rights in that it can be redeemed in the second year since it has been sold. Well, Amar le Ravina, because there's a pircha to that. And the pircha is, It'll prove the point that that's not the case. Why? What do we know the halachas by You can redeem a Eved Ivri sold to a Gentile during the second year. And at the same time, though, You cannot redeem him. With borrowed money, you cannot redeem him in fractions. Period. Boimine, we have a diamond on the Boimine. This is our third and last question that was asked by Rafuna Barchin and Atarib Sheishas. Here's the question. A person has a house in a walled city, he sells it. He might be able to redeem it. Can his relatives? Can his relatives force a redemption from the one who had purchased it or not? Colon. A. Odilma B. A, do we say that there's a Xerah Shava which is teaching us what we know by stay achuza from a field, which is an ancestral field, Gamar, and the Lima would go like this, Maste Achuza, just like a field that is in from his family, it cannot be redeemed in fractions, but if uh, the relatives want to come in, they can pay and uh, enforce a redemption. So to this case also, yet Oh, Dilma, squiggling on the Odilma, Odilma B. 
Kiksiva, let's look specifically, what is the issue that it is written by when it wrote, here's a two-word phrase, this um, not being able to redeem portions of it, that's the only issue that it's discussing. However, when it comes to the relatives, the possibility of relatives paying to redeem it, it's not written anything about that. That's the question that Rav Huna Bar Chidana asked. Amar Le Rosh Hashish answered, Eino Nigal. Um, no, it cannot be redeemed by relatives. Eisve. Put a triangle on this Eisve. About 12, 13 lines down. First row line is Kasha. The next row is an Eisve. Put a triangle around that. Let's see the first Eisve. So Eisve, and by the way, there's an arrow in the margin pointing down from here. Uh, it's a one line Tanaic source, quoting the Pasuk, Bechol, dot, 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 Geula, Titnenu. The Pasuk uh, says, the phrase is, Ubechol, Eretz, Achus, Aschem, and in the entire land of your, of your holding, Geula, Titnula, Aretz. There should be a redemption uh, for the land. That comes to, it's a, a, an extra phrase, it's not necessary in the context of the Pesukim, for, for, for Pshat, Lerabais, Batim, Ve'averi. It comes to include houses, that they would have the possibility of uh, redemption, and Eved Ivri's um, <coughs> Jewish slaves. Okay, now, what type of houses are we referring to? Suggests the Gemara, my love, bate are chayma. That would be houses that are in a walled city, and seemingly you would be able to redeem them. Says the Gemara, no, that's not what it's referring to when it refers to batim, rather, kama, bate chatserim, that's regular houses not in a walled city. Gemara says, one second, we don't need to teach us that. We know that from Pasuk Lamed Aleph in Vayikur Chafei. It says, Look in the verse. It says, That a house should be considered just like a field of the land, which means, of course, it can be redeemed whenever. Well, answers the Gemara that the original Pasuk of Bechol, which, by the way, is Pasuk Chaf Dalid, that Pasuk is the Kaivai Chaiva, that actually... There's one puzzle that tells you, yes, the relatives can redeem it. There's another puzzle that says if the relatives have the financial ability, they have to redeem it. There's a chiyuv. Valiba, and that's going according to the Tanaic opinion of Rabbi Eliezer de Sanya. The Gemara brings a price up, goes for about seven, eight lines, and we'll see uh, Shittas Rabbi Eliezer is one of the two Tanaim. Here's the price. The Pasuk says, Vegal es memkar achiv, and you should redeem that which had been uh, sold by your brother. That is the pasuk. That is a rishus. It's optional if the relative wants to. He can redeem it. So you're telling me it's optional. Actually, maybe the relative has a chiyuv to redeem it if he has the financial ability. No. To that, the pasuk says this is pasuk chaf vav over there. If a person doesn't have anyone to redeem this for him, now one second. How can somebody have no relatives to redeem it as long as he was? of the families who got the original land when they divided the land of Israel in the time of Yeshua, is there such a thing as a person, be Israel amongst the Jewish people? It's impossible. Keep going far enough back, there's definitely somebody, Ella, it must be a different scenario. Why is no one going to redeem it? There are relatives who have the financial ability. He doesn't want to redeem it for his relative. He's allowed to not redeem it. We box Rabbi Yeshua. We, though, however, are much more interested in Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. We also box Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, Aymer, when the Pasuk says, quote, Vegal as Memkar Achiv, and you should redeem the thing that his brother had sold, that's actually a Chayva. That's a Chiv that he has to do. That's not an option for the relative. The relative, though, has to do it. Atta Aymer, 
the Bryce himself plays the devil's advocate. Well, maybe you're trying to tell me, I mean, Rabbi Shua did say it like six lines ago. Um, maybe it's optional. No, and this is what Rabbi Eliezer does in the Pasuk. In other words, in all, which is coming to be very inclusive, you shall redeem. The Pasuk sets it as being a uh, requirement. <clears throat> That's the end of the Brisa. Amrile Rabbana, the Rabbana said Ravashi, Amrile are those who say it was Ravinu said Ravashi. Well, one second here. Bishlama Esquil, underline the word Bishlama Lamandamar, according to the opinion, says it's the Rabbi's Bate Arechaima, Hainu Dixi Bechol. Then it comes to include even houses and walled cities. That's why you have the word Bakal, which is very inclusive. Ella is squiggling on the Ella. According to the other Mandamar, who says the Rabbi's Bate are Chatzayrim, that's not coming to, is that talking about houses in the walled city? It's talking about houses just like out of regular area. My Bechol. Then what would we do with Bechol? It could have just written Geula Titnularis. What's Bechol? Well, indeed, that is a kasha. That is a little bit difficult for that approach. Esfei Abaye. We have triangle this Esfei. It'll be another question. The Brysa goes for just over a line. Starts here. Ma Talmud Laimar by an Eved Ivri, who's sold to a Gentile master, when it says in that Parsha three times, Yigalenu, and then it says again, Yigalenu, and then it says Yigalenu, Gimopam, three times it says the word Yigalenu. Why so many Yigalenus? Well, comes to include the Rabbis, Kolagulois, all types of redemption, that it should be in that order. That depends on basically like the closer the relative, the greater the responsibility of taking care of redeeming this. That's the end of the saying source. Well, what are we referring to? To which cases? My love, bate arechaim of evanivri. Should we not say that that would be the order when it comes to houses and walled cities or uh, Jewish slaves? So we answered no. It's referring to other bias and things. It's rather bate chatzerim. Those are not in walled cities, but rather just open areas, houses, and steachus ancestral fields. So the Gemara asks, do we need to have that included from a Extra Yigalenu word, that says like outright that those things it applies to when the Pasuk says, quote, that should be considered like a field, and just like a field it would be able to redeem. So to those things. Well, we'll see uh, where he said this shortly, but like he said somewhere else, as we said, it's the, to give the pecking order of whose responsibility, the whoever is the close relative has the Greater responsibility, Hachanami, so too over here, what he's coming for is Lakarev Karev Kaidan. Okay, this Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak that we just mentioned literally a line ago, what case is that coming off of? Hechet, my Rav Nachman Yitzchak. Well, aha. Uh-huh. On the following, it'll take us down with Bayes, and that will be the Shir. Ahadi Bayaluhu, the following question which was asked, Evid Ivri, Hanim Kerli Yisrael, if you have a Jewish slave who sold to a Jew, can he be redeemed by relatives? Can relatives come in and, and redeem them? Or Well, we have two Tanakh opinions, Rebbe and the Rabbanon. Ali by squiggling on the Aliba and boxed Rebbe, according to Rebbe, Loti Bailach. Why would we not even ask the question within Rebbe? Da Amar, because he's the one who's of the opinion of Mishenu Nigal Be'ela. Nigal Beshesh. One who cannot be redeemed with these, and these just referring to the Kroivim. Uh, can be redeemed by six years, and that's pretty clear. Alma, loy, mifrik, that the relatives cannot redeem him. Kiti, bayalach. The question, though, however, is not within Rebbe. It's rather Aliba, squealing on the Aliba and box the Rabbanon. My, 
do we say that the Rabbani Alfina and Sacher Sacher, they learn that Gzereshev and what you apply by one, you apply by the other, Velo Darshi, Galena, they don't Darshan it, O Dilma, Yigalena Lazeh, Velo Laacher, or maybe the way they learn is Yigalena to this one and not to the other. Well, Tashma, <coughs> the same Tanaic source we had about 20 lines ago, Bechol, dot dot dot, Gula Titnu, Rabbis Batim, Vevet Ivri. That the Pasuk says, in the entirety of the land of your ancestral holding, a redemption should you give to the land. My love, should we not say that what that's referring to is, suggests the Gemara, Batia houses in walled cities, Vevedivri and Yisrael, or Jewish slaves who are sold to Jewish owners? Answers the Gemara, no. Lo, Evedivri and It's talking about Evedivri sold to a Gentile master. Really, we need a Pasuk to tell us that from an inclusive term. It's, it's written outright. It says, O Dodo, O Ben Dodo, Yigalenu. We have the pecking order. Either his uncle, meaning like his father's brother, or his cousin. Well, says the Gemara, Hahu, That Pasuk is there actually just to say that it is a chiyu for the relative to redeem. Vafilu, even according to Rabbi Yoshua, who had said when it comes to a field, an ancestral field that is optional, here he would agree because it's a person and we don't want that person to get sunk into the ways of the Gentiles. Well, Tashma, the following Tanakh source, goes just under two lines. Says the Tanakh source, Matzah Maloymar, should look familiar, we had it just recently. What do we do with the Pasuk that three times it says, Yigalenu, 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 <laughs> By Evan Ivri that sold to Nagakachavim. Well, the rabbis, it comes to include that whenever there's redemptions, it goes by this pecking order of the closer relative. Okay, now what are all the other redemptions? My love, should we not say we're referring to Bateri Chaima, Housen Vault Cities, Evan Ivri Yisrael, or Jewish slaves sold to a Jew? No, that's not the house that we're referring to. Rather, it's referring to Batechatserim, houses that are out in a non-walled area, or Steichu's ancestral fields. So the Gemara asks, one second, houses, like a regular house outside a walled city, it says, this is Rav Nachmar Yitzchak that we were looking for, here's where we originally said it, you know what it's coming to tell you? That there is a pecking order that the closer the relative, the uh, greater uh, the responsibility to take care of this. Adkan.